0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, we are in a new year, the year 2021. And no matter what year we're in, today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am. How about you? Well, Traveling Pulpit family, here we are, the year 2021. And, you know, it goes without saying that God is still in control. That's why we have Jesus. And I'm so thankful for Jesus. You know, I'm so thankful for Jesus because of what he has done for us. And then the sealing of what he has done for us has been taken on through the responsibility of the Holy Spirit. You know, when Jesus was being uh, lifted up back into heaven He said that he would send a comforter, and he has. That comforter is none other than the Holy Spirit who seals us and protects us, even in days like this. Days like this, where false prophets are now coming out of the woodworks. I mean, they're coming out in full force. You know, if you look on social media, if you look on television, even if you listen on the radio, Everyone has something to say about how they know the secret to get to heaven or how they know the evidence that proves that there is no God. You see, the Bible explains this to us. They tell us these things. This is why it is so important to have a relationship with Jesus. Do you know? I believe I've looked through the entire, what, what we call the new Testament. And I believe that God himself has spoken once throughout the entire new Testament. And it's, it comes from the book of uh, Matthew where Jesus is on the Mount of transfiguration in chapter 17. And Jesus is up there with Elijah and Moses, and he has Peter, James, and John with him. And the voice that comes from the heavens is none other than the voice of the creator of all things himself none other than yahweh elohim el shaddai jehovah however whatever name you call him however you signify him uh, supreme being uh you know he is the creator he created you and he created me and he after four after, well, yeah, 400 plus years going from Malachi to Matthew, he is now speaking once again to mankind when he said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. You see that right there is proof enough for me to build a relationship with Jesus Christ. But for some, there are some who are so enlightened, who are so in with mathematics and equations and, and historical uh, quasars and stars and, and all these things, you know, uh, 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 what do you call them? Comets, things like that. There are people who are coming out of the woodwork now to say, no, these things aren't. So I know the way I know the way. But here's what John over in 1 John had to say about antichrist small antichrist to come and try to change the minds of those who have already built a relationship with Christ he says children it is the last hour and as you have heard that antichrist is coming so many so now many antichrists have come therefore we know that it is the last hour they went out from us, but they were not of us for if they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out. That is that it might become plain that they are not with us, but you have been anointed by the Holy one. You have all you, you all have knowledge. I write to you, not because you do not know the truth, but because you know it. And because no lie is in the truth, I want to stop right there. When he says that they came from us, what John is saying is that some people were once followers of Jesus who have been tricked into thinking that they know the secret behind the mysteries that are locked away in the universe. They believe that that somehow they have a, a a type of mathematical answer to say that God isn't real. He's not true. Uh, you are eternal. You'll live forever, live forever. Well, the Bible says something totally different about that. And again, over in First John, just a few a few verses above that in chapter two where I was before. Sorry, I didn't give that to you. Uh, First John chapter two, I was at 18. Now I'm at 15 where John tells us, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him for all this is in the world. The desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. You see, the trickery of man is to try and get you out of the relationship that you have already established with God's son, Jesus, which is why the traveling pulpit commits itself to, to teach relationship, to be in relationship. And to acknowledge that Jesus is the son of God, that Jesus is the only way to the father, that there is no other way to the father, but by Jesus. Because if you look at the, if you look at what, what, what we call the old Testament, we see the grace of God. But if you look at the new Testament, we, you can see the mercy of Jesus. You see you can see the difference between what God did and what Jesus is doing. You see, from Genesis to Malachi, God did something. And from Matthew to Revelations, Jesus is doing something. Jesus picked up where the father, he didn't leave off, but where he finished. Because the father had gotten to a point where he was no longer going to continue with man because man was only doing animal sacrifices as a way of being enough, but not having a way of being in relationship because mankind was only doing that to appease God. So God said in his heart, he was going to send his son through the prophet Isaiah that he wants a relationship with mankind that he created. And so 700 plus years later, Jesus is born. Jesus comes into the world as a living sacrifice to be a, a, a connector between mankind and our creator. That's where Jesus comes in. Jesus comes in to let us know that the father loves us. He wants to be with us. But the only way we can be with him is to acknowledge Jesus as the son of God, to have relationship with him. And by doing so, we will be invited into the kingdom where God resides. Now, I'm only going by what the Bible says has explained to me the only answer that I have comes from the 66 books that are in this book that have been written by man, that have been written by sinful men, but who have been who have been sealed with the Holy Spirit and trusted with the power of Almighty God inside of them, which is why uh, Timothy can can uh, Peter can write in Timothy that all scripture is God breathed. You see, it is simple as 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 me saying that I know nothing. I know nothing at all. But what I know comes from the father. What I know comes from my relationship with Jesus Christ. What I know comes from being sealed by the Holy Spirit because I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. The day that Paul's head was cut off, the sign went up for chief sinner apply within. And I was the first to apply. So, for 48 years, I've been that sinner. And I have no problem of telling you that. Why? Because if I make myself vulnerable in the world, I make myself strong in Christ. Because his strength is in me. And his strength is more in me than I am in the world. I am a sinner by nature, forgiven by grace, saved by mercy, sealed by the Holy Spirit. This is who I am. I am because of who I am. That which is in the world didn't that what the world didn't give to me is something the world cannot take away from me. So therefore, I cash in my chips. I have a relationship. And I encourage you to make Jesus your life, not just a part of your life, because if he's a part of your life, that's a part of your life that you can do away with. But when you make Jesus your life, you make him uh, uh, fully, you make him fully, full time, a part of your life. He will be your life. Making Jesus your life guarantees you full equipment, full equipment. Having the armor of God on you to do battle with the enemy. That's what having Jesus in your life will do for you. We are in a time, we are in a day and a time where, where all hell is about to break loose. It is about to break loose in our minds. It is about to break loose in our world. But this is why Jesus has said, I am the good shepherd. My sheep know my voice. And another voice my sheep will not follow, but they will follow my voice because they know my voice. He is the good shepherd. He has laid his life down for the sheep upon which he said no one takes his life from him, but he lays it down for the sheep that he has the authority to take it up again. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Traveling pulpit family, I want to thank you as always for allowing me to come and just spend a few minutes with you, just to to give you what's been given to me on my heart, just that opportunity to make Jesus a part of your life, to build that relationship with Him, so that so that in the in the days to come, you will be strengthened when you see the things that need to take place follow fall down around you, when you see people turn against you, that's when you know you belong to the Lord. When you see friend turn against friend and sibling turn against sibling, one will be for the world, one will be for the Lord. Make sure that you are for the Lord, because when that day comes, they will be looking for you and you'll be nowhere to be found. They're making movies about uh, uh, rapture. They're making movies about uh, Left Behind. They're writing books about these things. But you know what? They only are doing what their imagination can sh- can can take them. We know in Second Thessalonians that the day will come when when a shout will come from heaven and the dead will rise, and then we will appear with him in the sky to see him just as he is. We know that. And that's what we wait for. But there are those now who want to get us off of our thinking. They want to get us out of, our, out of our, our, our decision to follow Christ. Let that decision that you've made to follow Christ a long time ago still be withstanding today. Even though you see the things that are going on around you, even though the, the world is, 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 is changing is turning away from God. The world has always turned away from God. The first thing that man did when he had the opportunity to, to defend his life is he committed suicide with his life. Voluntary suicide with his life, he decided to do. Now, that's a story for another time. But again, I want to thank you. Follow up with me at Traveling pulpit. Pit, at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me and message me on travelingpulpitministries.com. And also you can follow up with me on all social media platforms, including TikTok at TPM0116. That's on TikTok at TPM0116. I want to thank you once again for just just, um, this opportunity. You know, traveling pulpit takes nothing for granted, nothing for granted. This is a a podcast ministry built on building a relationship with Jesus. And I continue to pray and ask that you do so. And please share this message with someone. We are brand new. We're almost two years old. We don't have a lot of exposure. There isn't a lot of trust in this ministry just yet. So there isn't a lot of feedback to this ministry just yet. Maybe it's because the truth is where you'll find what you'll find here, the traveling pulpit and nothing to serve an itching ear, which itching ears will send you to a burning hell. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, the traveling pulpit. Thank you once again. Goodbye for now.